So many owners open their shops with the dream of doing auto repair the right way, being an asset to their community, having free time with their families, and having the ability to create a financial legacy. In reality, so many find themselves working long days, are struggling to find and keep good staff, and can barely pay the bills. Since 2016, the fastest growing automotive repair coaching company, ShopFix Academy's sole purpose is to stop the average small business from destroying the average family. Call 615-645-3683 to speak to someone on their leadership team about seeing if ShopFix Academy is a good fit for your shop. Learn more at shopfixacademy.com. I like to tell people that they told me what I knew, they told me what I didn't know, and they told me things I didn't want to know or didn't want to hear. <laughs> and they gave me two paths to take to get to success, a hard one and a harder one. And I chose to do the harder one because I felt I want to have ourselves for financial success for the rest of our lives. This is Success Leaves Clues, an automotive industry podcast, and I'm your host, Thomas Hayes. Complacency. It's a killer. You see, it lulls us into a false sense of security by making us believe that our status quo is good enough, or worse, that it's safe or even prudent. The problem with this mindset is that we shortchange ourselves and our futures and ignore the possibility that we could be in an even better place. Sometimes it takes being shaken and woken up to see the truth. This is what happened to my guest, Fred Young of Young Automotive in Wisconsin. By all counts, his shop was doing fine, cruising along for 16 years. But then he was awakened to the possibility that there was more more for him, his family, and those connected to his shop. So he made some hard choices to break free and become a now growing and thriving business. If you feel like you need to get unstuck, then this is the episode for you. So stay tuned. An effective online presence is a critical part of your shop's growth and profitability which is why it only makes sense to use the company that many top-performing repair shops use for managing their online presence, Leads Near Me. Leads Near Me effortlessly increases your car count with a strategic combination of killer websites, high-converting Google ads, traffic-driving social media posts, and more. Reach them by text or call at 888-953-2379 or visit them online at leadsnearme.com. Leads Near Me effortlessly increase car count. Fred, welcome to the show. Thank you, Thomas. Uh, first time caller, long time listener. <laughs> That's great, man. Well, I'm really happy to have you here. Uh, you've got a great story and I feel that it's going to be something that our listeners are definitely going to be able to use in, uh, in improving their shop and their lives. So uh, I'm excited for this interview. It's going to be fun. Yes, for sure. So Fred, for those that don't know you, who are you? I'm Fred Young, a second generation auto shop owner. Um, I've been doing it myself for 20 years. And uh, my father started the business that I purchased in 1969. Tell us a little bit about your your current shop, the way it is right now. Um, so we have a six-bay shop 
That one my father built originally was a two bay and he expanded on that. Um, I looked at expansion along the way, got a little freaked out with the 2008 recession and held back. Um, today we are in the process of adding five bays. We're going to take it to, we're going to turn it up to 11 as I like to say. That's great. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Um, we have five technicians, one alignment bay and we're tracking 2.5 this year. Okay. Good numbers, man. Yeah. Pretty great. I'd love to dive into, you know, really hearing some of the backstory. I mean, you, you know, uh, second generation, now the business is in a really good spot. I'd love to kind of hear what that process looked like. Uh, so tell us a little about the story of your shop. How did you and your family get into the business? Uh, what was your <clears> part? Let's talk that out. Uh, we're from Chicago. And uh, when the, the riots were going on in 1968, my father decided that it wasn't where he wanted to raise the family. Um, moved us up here to Door County, Wisconsin, where my mother's parents had built a house after they retired. And um, he took his little two-bay shop concept from Chicago and um, started his own shop here. He couldn't make the numbers work working for the Chevrolet dealership here. Um, and, it, and it's kind of a unique area. We, we, we live on a peninsula in Lake, into Lake Michigan. So um, sometimes crunching numbers is hard because we're not marketing to a radius. I, I like to tell people we're marketing to a straight line. Um, so kind of a rabbit trail there, but, um, I started in the business about 11 years old, tinkering with stuff. My father had me doing some minor air conditioning (laughs) repairs before I was 12 years old. Um, and and I I loved working on the cars. Um, I had the motorsport stuff as a kid too, and it just kind of lends itself to that. Um, worked my way through high school kind of an average student until I realized that I had to get myself together and go to an automotive school and they needed better GPAs to get in that school. So um, I spent some time in Detroit. I went to automotive school there that's now gone called MoTech and um, moved back to work in my dad's business for a year after school. I was so bored after being in Detroit. I went back out for another five or six years um, spent some time in the prototype industry and decided I really wanted to um, work towards being a shop owner. Came back to Wisconsin, worked in the shop as a technician um, until about, well, it was July 1st of 2002 when I took over the business. Um, I think my father might have not necessarily been ready um, to sell, but I. I, I feel like I might've given him an ultimatum that I was going to do something, whether it was that or somewhere else. And, uh, we put it together. Um, and that was a little tough. Um, afterwards, um, after the whole deal was done, um, conversation about goodwill came up and I didn't have that in my business plan. So, I had to have uh, a couple of conversations. <laughs> One of them was with a mentor I had. And um, essentially, I just had to go and say I, I didn't have that in, in my business plan financially. 
and I can't make it work. But I still wanted to, I, I did everything I could to make it work for him. I helped in other ways that were not going to meet what he was looking for financially, but I still wanted to have Christmas with my family. So right. um, we worked it out. It was, uh, it was a little stressful. I think he didn't know how to um, approach a family member and asking for some of this stuff. So um, I would tell anyone today that if they're in a family business and they're going to um, make a move, try to get all the emotion out of it as possible, get everything black and white, treat it like you would if you were selling to somebody you've never met, um, just to make it easier in that, in that end. Um, since then, um, his shop was doing something like five, 600,000 a year. In our first six months, we did about 500. And um, we grew it pretty quickly to the to the gross or to the revenue side of it from about 900 to 1.1 million year after year after year. Um, fast forward to maybe four years ago, going on four years ago. I'm, I'm thinking, gosh, that 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 million sounds really cool, but it doesn't buy the same stuff it did in 2002 or, or in between. And I thought I got to do something about the growth. I can't, I, there's so many things that are out there in the automotive trends that I can't keep up on all of it. So I started looking at uh, coaching companies and um, I joined one that um, really felt the, like the right thing, the right people and jumped in. Um, I think, I think my uh, complacency of just riding the wave of not even a wave, <laughs> riding the ripples of a million and thinking it was a good thing. Um, looking back on it, it, I wish I had looked at the growth prospects sooner. Um, but um, working with the coaching company um, got a lot of good advice. There was a lot of things thrown at me. I went to the, um, first, um, convention or business meeting that I could, could attend in July or August of 2019. And, um, I couldn't get over everything that was coming at me from that meeting and, um, all the good stuff and the conversations I had with other shop owners and, um, feeling like, Oh yeah, I'm not, I'm not the first one to be going down the road on some of this stuff. And so I got some really good, um, assistance that way. Um, and as I say today, we're, we've, we've transitioned to, to a place where we're going to be doing 2.5 out of the, out of the six bays we have. So how long did you kind of stay at that 1.1 number before, you know, kind of getting to the point of growth you're at right now? Gosh. Um, 18 years. Well, yeah, 16 to 18 years. Yeah. What do you think was the biggest thing that, that led you to, to not have, you know, that growth sooner? Hmm. Um, you know, I'll tell you that some of, some of it is my mindset was wrong. I, I, I would blame our demographics on not 
being able to have a bigger shop, and I never really had the bigger vision. Um, take the take the cap off the take the lid off the can, so to speak, and and look bigger. Um, and I would I would blame the demographics on us. We our city um, we work out of is less than population of less than ten thousand. The county that we serve is uh, about 25,000. Um, but I just didn't have the, the vision or the mindset that we could attract that kind of business or grow to that kind of revenue and somehow attract that business in this semi-rural community I'm in. Was there anything else that you felt held you back? You know, not no, not knowing how to how to find the right people to put in the right place, how to be a better leader. Um, a lot of these things are what came out of working with the coaching company, and um, you know, even even when I first joined and and my coach was telling me things I needed to do, I wasn't comfortable. I thought, no, that isn't going to work. This is you don't you don't know. This is this is Sturgeon Bay, Door County, Wisconsin. And um, it took a little while for me to just say, I'm, I'm going to, I'm just going to do it. Um, the, the biggest thing that, so there was a couple triggers. One of them was I knew I, I, I knew I had some chaos in my business and I wanted some help figuring it out. So I talked to the coaching company. I said, I'd like to have, <clears throat> I'd like to have a coach visit. And, um, one person in particular, Ashley, um, she is such an organized person. And I, I thought I can take a lot from having her come and look at our shop. And, um, actually, Ashley came with Ryan and it was awesome. They, they came to my shop, spent, I don't know, it was uh, 11 hours or so, maybe <laughs> interviewing people, interviewing me, looking at, looking at everything, taking pictures, doing video, um, and coming back and having a dinner with myself and my wife at the end of the evening and just giving us some overview of what they see. And, um, I like to tell people that they told me what I knew. They told me what I didn't know. And they told me things I didn't want to know or didn't want to hear. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, it was, it was maybe that night when I, <clears throat> when I fully got it, that this is, this is my business. My wife and I own this business. It's for us. It's for our family. Yes. There's employees who were supporting our team members, uh, and the community, but it really is my business. And I, I don't, I don't want to make my wife cry. <laughs> so, yeah. um, it was that, I think that was the beginning of it. Then, um, they took their information. They went back to the other coaches, including mine and, and came back with a summary and they gave me two, two paths to take to get to success. Um, a hard one and a harder one. And, um, I chose to do the harder one because I felt like here I am 50, what was this? 57. And I, and I, I want to have, um, half ourselves set up 
for financial success for the rest of our lives. And it's time to take action. And I didn't want to wait. And I'm kind of like that. If I, if I see something, I just want to dive in right away. Um, so I took the harder path. And uh, one of them was I have, I had an employee um, general manager who was also a writer, writer manager, and uh, my number two, who wasn't totally on board with the growth and my vision. Maybe I maybe it's on me again too. I, I got to take some responsibility for maybe not totally being transparent with my vision. Um, but I made the decision to restructure the business and take over that role myself. And um, he'd been with the company 19 years. He worked in the business when my father owned it, and um, it was a tough day. And by the way, he was my brother. Still is my brother. <laughs> Maybe yeah. more so now than then, um, but that was that was the harder path. And um, by being able to run the business in my vision at the helm, it was hard. It is hard being being number one and number two in a temporary position like that. Um, but the the um, the results are speaking for themselves. Um, emotionally it was very difficult. It was, um, probably 48 hours of gut wrenching stomach turning. (laughs) How am I going to do this? Um, I had some, some good help, um, from my friend Ryan and, uh, Tony who coached me getting through that, um, before and after. But, um, it was what I needed to do. And I feel like it was also, um, releasing him to other possibilities. And I feel like he's in a better position, um, with his family today than if he had been still in the business with us. Did you know that some web design companies use the same wording across all their client sites? Unfortunately, this common practice is noted by Google as plagiarism, which will cause your site to be ranked lower. That's why it's critical that whoever makes your shop's website knows better. That's why so many top shops trust leads near me to create and manage their shop's websites. As Google certified partners, they know how to make a top ranking website from an insider's perspective. Get a free site analysis by visiting leadsnearme.com or calling 888-953-2379. Leads Near Me, effortlessly increase car count. It sounds like it definitely worked out, but I can imagine that was incredibly hard to do. It was, and I, and I talked to my parents beforehand too, just because um, my, my mother and my father are divorced, but I still wanted them to know this is this is what's going down. Um, yeah. I mean, and part of the other decisions I had to make prior to that too was um, we had a, a car sales business and an auto rental business in this corporation. And my father had added those and he was very proud of those divisions, but they were not, they were not smart for me to be doing that. They weren't financially smart. Um, the, the money we generated, wouldn't have paid a salary for somebody. And I thought, I, I just can't do this anymore. And it was hard to go to my dad and say, you know what, man, I, I, 
I think you were doing the right thing when you were doing it. It's not a good fit for me. Please understand it's not not disrespectful. I just have to do this for the business. And it was another one of those um, tough discussions. I'm curious, what's what was on the, the less hard path that they gave you? It was... Um, it was, it was keeping him for a while and trying to, trying to further, um, develop him to the pattern that I wanted to go. And I felt like I had, um, gone down those paths before and I didn't get the results that I needed. Um, and I, and I just, yeah, so that was, that was part of it. There was another, um, another family member employee, um, who, who ultimately I did keep in the business until he retired, but he was doing a different role. Um, and they saw that as a, maybe it's a role that we didn't need to keep, but I decided to keep that role. And so that's, that's kind of it. You know, looking back, um, you know, now things are, are in a great place. You made these hard decisions. If you could go back in time to when you first got the business, you know, and you, you, you got it from your dad, what would you tell yourself back then? That you've got to have a bigger, bigger picture of how you can grow this business. It's not just a small business. It's not just a little car shop in little Sturgeon Bay in the middle of nowhere. Um, There's huge, huge potential. Um, Don't limit your thinking. You can find employees. Um, Just, just try and keep the bigger vision of what is really possible and lean into it. What are some keys for keeping a big vision from your experience? (laughs) Well, the vision board. Um, the other thing that I, I like probably many people, I know many people, (laughs) um, see the shiny new stuff. Um, whether it's, it's the shiny new Corvette in the garage or, or maybe the latest and greatest, um, alignment equipment or something of that nature. And, And those, those are distractions. Um, for me, I've had. I've had a lot of the toys and I've just decided that I don't, that there's other things. Um, my wife and I have simplified a lot and I, and I've got a, I got to brag on Shauna a little bit too, because she's, um, she's been a big, big part of my personal growth, um, in our life together. Having a supportive spouse is, is critical, you know, to. Oh, it is. Forward. Absolutely. And in fact, that was one of the questions, one of the, one of the concerns the the visiting coaches had, they wanted to make sure that we have a solid marriage because that's going to be pivotal, pivotal to making this all come together. Does she work in the business? A little bit. Um, currently we also have a second business, which is a cafe and that's her, her, um, her baby. I guess the way to say it, it's her operation. Um, even though it, it's ours, um, she's the one who's there as the 
as a store manager, as it were, the GM. Auto repair and restaurant is they're surprisingly similar in a lot of ways. Octane and caffeine. Yeah. <laughs> one for a car, one for a human. Right. Yeah. So if someone's listening and they're they're realizing, wow, I've been stuck for a long time. I've I've been in that place of complacency and and not doing the the you know things that I needed to move forward. What would be some parting words that you would leave for them? I would say that they should talk to a trusted advisor, trusted person, someone who's going to um, just say it the way it is if they're not sure if this is something that they should be doing. Um, I'm not saying go out and get 20 different opinions and take a vote, take a tally, yeah. <laughs> but um, someone that's very trusted and you can be very transparent with so they understand where you're really at. Um, that's been very helpful for me for sure. Yeah. Having people in your, in your side that know you know your situation and can pour into you. That's, that's so critical. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. And the vision board, get the vision board, um, put it in your closet if that's where it needs to be. But look at that thing, do check-ins. I got to tell you real quick that we ran across a small note we had made maybe a year and a half ago. And there were eight things on there and we crossed off six of those this past year. And I'm laughing, looking at the, like, why weren't we thinking bigger? (laughs) Yeah. It's amazing when you write stuff down goals, you know, it it gives it life. Yes. Fred, what's next for you guys? (laughs) Uh, So, little funny question. I've got a tattoo on my chest. It's a question mark (laughs) for, you know, what's next? Because I'm always that guy. It's like, what's next? I don't, you know, I'm I'm always looking for something. Um, We're going to get this five bay shop opened up. I'm thinking like October, the end of October of 2022. And we're going to run with that and um, get that developed and maybe start looking at for for looking at some other um, shop possibilities like that one we're 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 purchasing another um, rental home here in the local community in a week so congratulations yeah it's it's so cool when when you see someone that you know they they've got things dialed in and and then they're they're building on that you know and sometimes people jump the gun and, and they'll go do those things out of the wrong, you know, in the wrong order. And so you know, doing them in the right order is, is critical. I'm, I'm very excited to see what happens. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. We bought a, a vacation home in the Florida Keys last year, uh, October. And here we are buying another, another house less than a year later. That's great. That's yeah. great. I love that. One more question for you, Fred. <laughs> if you were a car, what kind of car would you be? An air-cooled Volkswagen Beetle. Interesting. Tell me about that. So when my father started his business here in Sturgeon Bay, um, he had people bringing these German Corvairs to a shop. I mean, he was a Corvair Chevrolet 
guy at a Chevrolet dealership in Chicago and no one wanted to work on those things. My dad said, yes, he was working on Corvairs. He was working on Peugeot's, his bankers. So I, I, you know, family, it's, it's all about family. So I would have to do that um, because um, he embraced the import cars. To this day, we're the shop that's known for working on import cars. No one else wants to really work on them. So we <laughs> got all these great referrals. And I think it's because of the Volkswagen Beetle. <laughs> that's great. Keeping to your roots. <laughs> well, man, I, I'm really grateful for your time. You carry a level of authority and wisdom that I'm really glad we were able to have on the show. Uh, I'm very excited to see what happens next for you. And I'm very grateful for your time. I'm so humbled by that. Thank you. That was my interview with Fred Young. I want this show to serve and impact as many people in our industry as possible. To help me in that mission, please leave us a review, subscribe to the show, and tell others about us. If you'd like to connect with me, you can email me at thomas at slcautopodcast.com or call 615-656-8804. Have a great week. No two shops are the same. That's why cookie cutter advice and coaching does not work. In order for your shop to get to the next level, you must have an action plan designed around your shop's unique needs. You'll also need accountability and encouragement along the way. Let ShopFix Academy help you create your best shop. Call 615-645-3683 to speak to someone on their leadership team about seeing if ShopFix Academy is a good fit for your shop. Learn more at shopfixacademy.com.